What's up, guys? Welcome back. It is episode 103 of the Midwest Angler Podcast. I am Scott Sturman, and I'm joined, as always, by Matt Deitch. That's right. And we got some cold weather. We do. It's kind of that Christmas spirit. This is kind of the Christmas episode, isn't it? It is. It is. I feel like you're kind of like the Santa Claus over there, and I'm like your elf over here or something like that. Yeah. Buddy the elf. (laughs) No, don't call me Buddy. I don't want to be called Buddy. (laughs) Golly, I've got a Jolly Rancher in my mouth, and uh, I can hear it. You guys hear that? You guys hear that? (laughs) If you got really good speakers or good earphones, you can hear it. I'm going to have to take that thing out because... It's going to make me fu- like talk funny. <laughs> like As I move it around from one side of my mouth to the other, people are like, what the hell is wrong with that guy? But, hey, I'm sorry Sounds about like that, he's guys. Licking I, the mic. Yeah, I, I didn't realize that a Jolly Rancher would cause such confusion. That's kind of that's like the marking your territory in the podcast game is you just walk up and lick the mic. It's yeah. like, this is my mic. <laughs> I almost swore there. <laughs> Oh, geez. <laughs> Already, we're not even a yeah, minute or two into the show. and One minute one minute and ten seconds is when that happens. So. <laughs> oh, geez. Yeah, it is Christmas time. It is. It is. And uh, I hope everybody gets every single fishing thing that they wanted that was on their fishing list. Yeah, hopefully. You, did you ask for any uh, any fishing-related stuff? Uh, Not anything really specific. No. No. It's usually better just to get the gift cards and then That's just right. go buy what that I want right. to buy. Nope, I you? Uh, no, no, no. Nope. You know, uh, with with COVID and everything, uh, you know, we're not we're not really doing a ton of stuff for yeah. Christmas this year. Us uh, either. You know, obviously, every single day I work with my parents uh, uh, at the at the business, and so um, I, I eat lunch with them every single day. So you almost you almost sound like the mafia right there. It is. It's kind of like mafia with like, the business. I work with my mom and dad every day with the business. With the business, with the Don't family's ask. business, Don't which is ask. killing people and, and selling <laughs> drugs. <laughs> ask any more than that, and you won't live to tell about it. But He's swimming with the fishes. Yeah, that's right. I'm going to take you to the docks. <laughs> but uh, no, uh, so so I mean, it's it's not crazy for me to have Christmas with them. But as far as you know, any extended family or, or whatever, yeah. you know, I mean, it it just um, you know everybody's kind of you know, trying to, trying to play it safe. And so whatever that is what it is, but, uh, no, I, I really don't have any plans. Uh, I guess I didn't make a Christmas list for anybody. So, uh, that kind of brings me to my random question for you. Okay. Right off the bring top. it on, bring it right on. Up, not fishing related. Favorite Christmas song. You got a favorite Christmas song? Oh yeah. Uh, well, I, I I'm a big fan of the Trans-Siberian orchestra, Oh, okay. but, uh, um, the Mormon tab- tabernacle, Mormon, Mormon, ah, I don't know. It's like, it's like the Mormon choir from maybe down in Salt Lake city, but they sing Carol of the bells. Oh yeah. And I mean, like, I mean, it gets me going like (laughs) hair standing up on the back of my neck. And like, I mean, you're ready to rip open some presents. I'm just, I'm turning it all the way up. Like that's the type of song that I listen to when it's just me cruising down the road. And, and I can turn on, it. I can like, turn it like way loud, like all the way loud, like blowing out my stock speakers turned loud. Up. Turned up. I'm for that song. Nice. I'm for that song. I mean, did you ask me that because you kind of also? Uh, no, I was just thinking of random. When I've been playing, I play music in class a lot of the times, and I've been playing Christmas songs. So 
Hold on. I'd have to say mine is uh, Christmas in Hollis by Run DMC. That's always a good classic one. Oh, watch out. Is this going to be any, like, copyright yeah, infringement or something? Yeah, I issues. <laughs> I don't know if this is going to work. Oh, yeah, that's the one. That's, that has you written all over it. This ain't it, guys. That ain't it. <laughs> I don't know, guys. I don't. I, I can't find it. Um, maybe, maybe, maybe the week after. I just that was on my phone. But all right. Well, uh, you know, we we've been going now for about four or five minutes, and we haven't really said anything. So, but uh, no, we we got a lot of feedback last week after the Mega Motors. Yeah. And uh, brought to you by Chevy trucks. Uh, <laughs> Hanes socks. That's right. Underwear. Mostly Hanes socks. <laughs> but uh, you know, I, I think we got a lot of a lot of good feedback. It really sounded like everyone liked that. And uh, first things first, we were not taking any shots at people that are no. on pro staffs. Like we're on pro staffs. Right. We get the reason for pro staffs. I mean, this was this was a fun deal. Uh, just just meant for BSing. Got to be able to make fun of yourself a little bit. Uh, that's right. And. Uh, you know, it, it's kind of funny. Uh, we had a lot of people message and, you know, say like, hey, I know a mega motor. And, <laughs> yeah. and uh, Chris from up in Minnesota, he, he flat out like he had a guy. And he's like, dude, this guy, uh, you know, came out fishing with me all the time. Next thing you know, he's applying for all these pro staffs. You know, I mean, he's taking all these pictures, whatever. He's like, he's taking pictures with fish I caught. Yeah. <laughs> that is one of the things. That is one of the things. I used to hang out with a guy, and uh, at the end of, like, a pheasant hunt, he had to take a picture by himself with all the pheasants. With all of them. All the pheasants. And he didn't even do nothing. Well, he, he, I mean, he shot, he probably shot his. Right. Take a picture I, with your pheasants, not everybody's, and be like, We came as a hero team. shot. We came as a team. That's right. You know, like, we I did mean. this together. Right. I mean, you know, if, if you want to. And phones if, like, do have timers now that we can take a photo like well yeah of all of us or whatever you know i mean if, if you went out and you know if you were with six guys and uh you know y'all you, you caught a limit of walleyes each one of you or whatever and like you get that guy it's like hey i, I want to take i want to take a picture uh, with all the fish yeah it's like what are you, what, what? <laughs> like you know i mean take your biggest fish and take a nice picture right but I mean, you know, to take a picture with a stack of fish. Either but then, but then on top of it, get on like social media or something like that, and make it sound like you were the one that did it. Like, well, it then was you're you. going to have a DNR officer coming <laughs> to your door. But then you get the people that come on there and be like, "Well, you're over your limit." Well, you know, somebody had to take the picture. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> no, I just I don't know. It. I guess that that is always a pet peeve of mine. Whether it's hunting, whether it's fishing. Uh, you don't take a picture with someone else's fish. Right. You don't take a picture with someone else's birds. If you want to take your, you know, nicest walleye and you want to take a picture of it, you know, if, if you have them all together, hey, fair enough. Like, you know, I mean, uh, up up in northeast South Dakota, Ramrod caught a big perch that one night out on out on Ponset or whatever. And uh, we were back at the hotel and we knew that he had caught the that biggest one, perch. Yep. He, he took a picture. You know, all of us had combined our perch. He took a picture with his. Fair enough. You, I'm, I'm all for that. I mean, that was his personal best perch, and I mean, I, I think it's still a picture that he cherishes. So that's fine. But if he would have taken, you know, all the 
perch that all of us had caught and was like, hey, guys, take my picture behind all right. these perch. Hey, you freaking moron. Like, <laughs> you know. Or, I, if, or if everybody's standing there with everybody took out the big biggest two, we'll say, crappies, and we're all sitting there. We each have our own picture with the biggest crappies, and it's just like. That's, that's the same fish in there with three different guys holding the same fish. It's right, right. Like, and, like, I mean, I can understand the fact, like, if, if we all go out and catch a bunch of bluegills and and we throw all the bluegills in the same pail and, and all of a sudden it's like, hey, we're going to take a picture, you know, of each of us holding, you know, one bluegill and then the pile in front of us. Well, I, I get at that point in time, you know, it's like, hey, everyone just, you know, grab the biggest ones that you can there's a chance that you might not have your right. fish. That's not, I mean, I'm not nitpicking this. Like what I'm saying is when you've got a stack of fish, when you got a stack of birds, when you got a stack of anything and you want your personal picture in front of all, or behind right. all the stack and it's like, Hey man, this was a team effort. <laughs> I'm going to go stand. I'm going to go stand at the deer check-in station and <laughs> every time a big buck comes right. through. Right. That's doing... what it's like. That's what it's like. Hold I mean, picture with this big buck. <laughs> I mean, that's like fa- the faking to be a DNR officer at the boat ramp to do the creel surveys. Like, <laughs> Just hey, to see what everybody's catching. Hey, is that a 30-inch walleye right there? <laughs> okay. Uh, <clears throat> my boss, uh, the, the head DNR back there, uh, needs me to take a picture. Yeah. Where did you catch it at on the lake? What were you using? Yeah. I'm gonna need to. Uh, well, that ever happens. Somebody act like a DNR DNR officer just so that they can I don't, get like a hot spot and where I don't the fish think, are biting. I don't think it probably. I mean, it's against well, the law. You'd get, yeah, you'd get impersonating <laughs> an officer for one. Two, I, I I do bet you that there has been plenty of DNR officers that are like, holy moly, like this right. little lake that you know no one's fishing at is freaking on fire uh, yeah, and you know yeah. gonna gonna let his buddies know but uh yeah well whatever yeah uh, anyways that mega motor deal adam kraus i think adam kraus from minnesota minnesota south dakota one of the two yeah well i can tell you this for free he's not from rock rapids iowa so adam kraus uh said when they message you on social media asking where the hot bite is and and they're these big pro staffers adam this has happened to me so I've got a guy on Facebook. I'm still friends with him, and, and I'm not going to name him. But uh, me and Matt went out and had a banner day and really hooked him. He's from South Dakota. Uh, I was Adam Krause is? Yep. Sorry about that, Adam Kyle. What an insult to say you're from Minnesota. <laughs> but no offense to our Minnesota no. listeners. <laughs> Matt's from Minnesota. God sakes, we can we can say that. They're, they're going to make fun of us Iowegians, too. But uh, – no, so I've had a guy actually message me, and, and and so he said, hey, where'd you catch all those fish? Like, after I had put a, pic, or a, a right. Facebook post on. So I told him, because, like, I don't know. I mean, it, it, I didn't figure it was anything to, to really hide. So I told him. He instantly sees it, and he doesn't message me back. <laughs> No, so I, so I'm like, you know, okay, you know, he's going to write back right, to me, you know, here in a gonna, second, right. you know, I mean, he's busy, you know, he's he's currently fueling up his vehicle, you know, about to head on a his, fishing trip somewhere, and, and he's going this fishing trip brought to you by Chevy. That's right, that's right, Chevrolet, uh, <laughs> plain, most dependable, longest-lasting trucks on the road, <laughs> but, uh, but uh, so, 
So he says that to me and, and it's like, okay, yeah, he's going to message me back here and, you know, say, oh, nice. You know, I should really get down there or whatever, you know, blah, blah, blah. Nothing. Nothing. Crickets. Crickets. Like flat out never does. Uh-uh. I can pull up my chat logs right now and show you. Like, I can go back there. Slid and up into your DMs. Like, let DM. me get them where, dates. Where did you catch <laughs> those fish? coordinates. Where would you catch those fish? Oh, there? Left you on Dead. red. Left me on red. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't even believe it. It's like, and the coolest part about it is this dude uh, has a guide service. Has a guide service uh, in a different state from, right. from here. And these fish were caught in Iowa. He has a guide service. He's on a pro staff, multiple pro staffs. And, and, and that's that's what it was like. Yeah. So so do you do you message people like and ask didn't like hey, even leave a thank you on the nightstand? Just I didn't <laughs> even get a Christmas card from him and his wife. I mean, come on, man. Like, do you, will you message somebody and ask like, hey, where you know? No, no. I, I won't be like, hey, where's the hot bite? I mean, if message and just be like, you know, hey, you know. Awesome good. You see, see yeah. what they'll spill. If, I right. mean, you know, like, not not like I'm being not, a private I'm not, investigator about I, it. It's it's almost like the, on the lines of like asking somebody like that you know is a really good fisherman to come up to like a lake that you fish at and let them do all the work to get you on fish, and then be like, you know what? Not even do anything. No thank yous. No like, you know, offer like, hey man, you drove here uh let me pay for your gas you know right and all this stuff i mean just leave you like in the dust like thanks for coming up here and showing me how to fish this lake and doing all the work for me and screw you right you know i i don't know i've i've talked to people before about you know like but usually it's friends it's not like right right it's i mean this is the first time I don't I don't even know this guy. It's not like it's like out of the blue. I mean, if it's somebody that some, you some, message with back and forth, you know, consistently. I mean, it doesn't have to be once a week. It doesn't have to be even you know, but you know, I mean, every every once in a while, if you right. kind of BS back and forth, you know, but at I, least talk to him about like uh, like if you've talked to him about other things before, or if they've reached out to you about a question or something like that, and then you just start going back and forth with it, or if it. I guess if you're planning like a trip, if say we're going up to Northeast South Dakota, you might like hit up somebody and be like, "Hey, you know how's the bite been up there? You know, right. like, you know, yep. and yep. stuff like that." But it's not like you're going to be like, "Where we're at? Where are you? What were you doing? Right. Like, what were you using?" It's just yeah, like, you know, if they if they say, "Hey, you know, we've been having luck out on bitter, you know, and and uh, you know, out in fifteen foot of water, you know, right. or you know, whatever." I mean, just just generic. But I'm not. You know. If they if they say that to me, I'm not just gonna be like nothing. No, like, yeah, you're not crickets. Cr- it's not like oh, okay, exactly. But if they say, hey, the the bite's been pretty decent, then at that point you're not like oh, which lakes, right? You know, I mean, you see what they're willing to give up, right. and and it is what it is. You know, one of the things that I've kind of found out, uh, I feel like if if you know that <clears throat> for for say. Me and you are going over to Okaboji, and and we know some other guys that are also kind of fishing, you know, Okaboji. You know, maybe we go on Saturday, and we know some guys that are fishing on Sunday. Right. If we get on the fish on Saturday, if you tell those people, you know, like, hey, you know, I'm just letting you know, you know, a screenshot of, of where you were or whatever, you know, you know, just kind of give them a, a ballpark deal, you know, this is what we were using, whatever, and, and it if you if you let your buddies know hey you know this is this is where we were this is what you know this is what was happening 
this is what we had luck on. And then they turn around and have luck the next day. I feel like then at that point, the next time they're going to have luck, you know, you, right. you we, kind of I've, help each other out. You know, Blair Wilson's help, you know, right. I mean, Blair Wilson went out on, on Miller's Bay and freaking smashed bluegills one time. He messaged because he knew that we were going the next day. We went there. I mean, I, I can't say it was the same spot, but I mean, we were in the area that he told us he was right. and, and we freaking smoked him too. And you know, I mean that that's kind of how things work back and forth. You know, the, the I've same. done it. I've done it with a few guys over there too. Right. You know, message right. back. They're like, they've sent me a screenshot of like Google Maps and right. like put an X there. Said this is where we're at, and you yep. know, and stuff like that. And, and you know, but the thing is, is, the next time you know you say, hey, you don't appreciate it and stuff like that, and you let them know how you did, yep. and stuff yep. like that, and then uh, you get a good working relationship, right? And then maybe. The next time they're like, hey, let's meet up here. You know, you're like, hey, let's meet up and do some fishing or something like that. Exactly. The, then all of a sudden some other, like I've done it with ice fishing and open season rolls around. They're like, hey, you know, where where were you at? Like what kind of what were you doing? It's just like, I'm going to, I'm going to let you know. Right, right. One hand washes the other. Right. You know, and, and, you know, I mean, I, th- I not think. Not going to leave you on red. <laughs> not going to leave you on red. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I don't know. It, it is what it is, but, uh. I don't know. Just it's kind of weird. a mega mo- mega motor. It move. is a mega motor move. move. The other mega motor move that I want to talk about is, uh, I, I think, I think everyone. Well, I, I can't say this. One of the things that just drives me up the wall is when I log on or I log on to Facebook. I got a cell phone, Scott. It's twenty twenty, yeah. almost twenty twenty one. When I open get off the Facebook, landline, Kayla. <laughs> I want to get on the internet. The dial up internet. So, so when I go on Facebook on my cell phone, when I open it, uh, and, and, and you see, you got a friend request and, and so you look at it. Yeah. I mean, nothing. I mean, Hey, that's cool. Right. Right. And, uh, you know, it's, they gotta be holding the fish. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, but I mean, I finally caught on to the good looking women one. It's just like, wait a minute. (laughs) I don't know anybody from Indonesia. I do. I do. Maybe. <laughs> and well. She, and she sports a lot of uh, cleavage. Right. A lot of cleavage in her picture. And guess what? I and mean, then you, when you click on the profile and scroll down a little bit and see <laughs> some goofy guy. Like, no, hey. that ain't that ain't, that ain't ain't what happened to me. I gave her my social security, security number, number and she well, left yeah. me on red again. <laughs> <laughs> Weird deal. But no, so what, so what I'm saying is like, you get these guys with the, with the picture of the fish, you know, whatever. It's like, Hey, this is my type of dude. You bet, you know, from Minnesota, South Dakota, Iowa, Wisconsin, North Dakota, you know, in, in our area, they're fishermen. Heck yeah. I'll, you know, I'll approve that. Confirm. Confirm. Not even like freaking 30 seconds later, boom. So-and-so invites you to like such and such tackle shop. Okay, uh, you know, like yeah. what the what the heck? So, so this is what I've been doing now. So when they do that, I turn around and I go and invite them to like the podcast Facebook page, right? And I give them about twenty minutes. And, and if, if they, they don't, if they don't, boom, unfriend. No, I don't unfriend them. Oh. I keep them as a friend, but I'm not going to like their page. Oh, not, yeah, not going to like it's, their page. It's kind of like putting each other on hot bites. One right. hand washes Plus the, the other. other. We're right back to that. My favorite is when you like approve somebody and all of a sudden it's just like they send you a you know so-and-so has invited you to like uh karen's boutique in georgia it's just like what you know i'm sure karen is a nice lady but i'm not gonna like her boutique (laughs) you you shot did you say you aren't gonna like her boutique boutique no boutique 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 karen sorry karen 
Karen's got a nice booty. <laughs> well, if somebody's invited me to like a Karen's booty page, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you you I'm already liked it. Anymore. You already liked it. You are a subscriber. <laughs> VIP subscriber probably, on the website. You know what? There probably is something out there. Probably another copyright infringement right there. <laughs> Karen's booty. Karen'sbooty.com brought to you by Matt Dyke. <laughs> no, that's someday, someday when when you're cracking just awesome, awesome, uh, uh, you know, either on Bassmaster Elite Series or NWT or whatever, and you've got your own fishing jersey across the front, I'm going to have Karen'sBooty.com. <laughs> Karen'sBooty.com. Home of Karen's Booty. All right. Speaking of speaking of tournament fishing, Matt, I, I don't think we talked about this earlier, but uh, – earlier and by earlier i mean on previous podcasts but the nwt schedule is out it's out did, did we talk about this i, I don't think like we, we did i don't know if we did or not maybe we just talked about it and we didn't talk about it on here yeah that's i think we were going to i think right. a couple episodes ago i think i had it on the notebook and i don't think we ever got to it and we said ah we'll save that for later but the nwt schedule is out bassmaster elite uh series and opens are out elite and opens and uh that was kind of a letdown it, well, the nwt wasn't no god no god but, no if you're a midwestern fisherman the right. nwt is like you're i mean this is the one it. yeah but um, I, the, the Bassmaster. i mean it was the elite series they both they both disappointed me i know talking to past guests rich lingering a little bit on facebook back and forth like he said usually it's every three years they come back up in this area but i just with with this last year, the last couple of years, just the success that the northern angler, anglers have had right. in the Bassmaster Elite Series and the Opens and the you know and the Nation Series, you just it, it, you could tell that it's like really starting to boom up here. It's like for sure, it's, it's for like, sure. It's a it's a hot thing up here. You know, hit while the iron's hot. You know, and stuff like right. that. And it just like nothing. I mean, nothing even remotely close. No, right, right. I mean. I don't know. I, I I guess I still can't figure out why the Elite Series hasn't gone back to lacrosse. Right. I mean, I, I feel like that's a spot that, uh, you know, the northern anglers are going to like it because it's close to home. Right. The southern anglers like it because, it. I mean, it's like you're freaking fishing. I mean, there should be alligators swimming <laughs> around there. You know, I mean, it. it I don't know. I, I feel like that works out good for everybody. Um, you know, we had heard, we had heard uh, from – from somebody that uh, they were going to be going out to Mobridge, South Dakota. Like, yeah, there's and and I had heard that they, the the guy who told us who we're not going to name, but uh, he had flat out said like Mobridge was shocked when Bassmaster came out with their uh, schedule and they weren't on it. Yeah, like they thought that it was locked in. Like, I mean, pert near frickin' putting it on the flyer, right? For you sure. know, and, and all of a sudden, like, whoa, wait, you know. Uh, you know, whatever. So then, you know, me and Matt had kind of talked about it and it was like, well, you know what, maybe it's going to be an open, open right. you know, maybe the open will come out here, you know, somewhere on the Missouri river and it didn't. And, you know, so, I mean, that, that, that really kind of is disappointing. Uh, I guess we could go through the schedule, but I don't really even think it's worth it because there is so nothing even up here in nah. this area. The one thing that I did see with the Bassmaster opens is that there is now three, three divisions. divisions instead of two. They went yep. back to the three. Yep, southern, central, and northern. Right. So, uh, and I, I'll never understand how they classify Virginia as a northern open. 
the Southern Open go. I mean, well, the Central Open is Alabama. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, and then, and then the and Southern Oklahoma, has one in yeah. North Carolina. Right. Like, so what the frick. Yeah. So I don't know. I did, I think with the elite schedule, somebody kind of said something about uh, they were kind of keeping them all kind of a close proximity yeah. i think there's a lot of alabama kind of in that area right alabama florida you know everything is so, all right down there the other thing that i think uh i'm, I'm wondering it, it it uh it's all a bam 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 like right. every two weeks there's a tournament you know and just boom it's going through i'm wondering if they're doing that you know and they're finishing up like in july right I'm wondering if they're doing that just in case this COVID deal happens, that they yeah, can build it, some onto the back. You right, know, they're like leaving they themselves time. Yep. Yep. You know, and, and uh, so that's smart. You know, I get it. You know, uh, right some, now is, some, is a tough time to be scheduling. Somebody brought up a good point online, too, that I was reading some comments on some of the posts. And they said something about, do you think that with the open schedules, how they're all kind of down there towards the south and the southern area, do you think that they're trying to get – they're interested to see how many MLF guys are going to fish the opens to try to requalify for the elite series. (laughs) So if Bass is trying to do a little cherry picking and saying, you know, like making it a little bit more like we're really close, you know, and, and the fisheries that are on the open schedule are like pretty well-known fisheries that the elite series, like a lot of these guys have had experience on before. So there, you know, if there's going to be some of those guys that are like, it's almost too tempting to be like, you Man, can't I not gotta, do it. I got to go fish that late. I'd you know? be full. Like, right. You got to do it. So I, just to see if like some if they can pull some of those guys back. So, Do you think we will see like Jacob Wheeler or, or uh, was it Jordan Lee? Some you know, of those guys. I mean, I mean those, Edwin Evers, Odd Defoe, like those four guys right there. Like if, if one of them jumps back and, and fishes a Bassmaster open – you know, then I think all of a sudden it's like, whoa, like, right. Yeah. You know, that, mm. then all of a sudden it's like, Ooh, okay. <laughs> you know, like right now they're not fishing it. And I think they're making great money from their sponsors. You know, their sponsors are happy with where they're at. Uh, you know, I, I don't think it's much of an issue, whatever, but, uh, if, if you see one of them come back, you know, and, and fish one, you know, then all of a sudden it's like, eh, yeah, right. you know, like, yeah. You know, I it's don't kinda, know. It's kind of like that meme online where that guy's walking with his girlfriend exactly, and looking back. Exactly, looking at the back. Other yep, like, yep. That's exactly what's going on. So, but did you see the other big news with the opens this year? The format. No. The opens are three day tournaments. Three day tournaments. Co anglers only fish the two day first two days. The really? Th- yep. They don't make the championship Saturday fishing. I wonder why that is. Because they're going to do the bass live oh, for the top okay. ten or whatever it is for the more media coverage. For the opens. Yep. So they're gonna so, have a camera. That's all right. Right. I'm, I'm yeah, for that. I'm, I'm all right with that. that. Yeah. Yep. At the end I of mean, the day, like if you're because a, because you know those pros are out there. They're yeah, they're trying to push themselves. I right. mean, they're, and they're, they're creating their own and, brand, and, and they've worked for. Yeah. They've been there working. I, my experience as a co angler, I just showed up. For the right. meeting that night. Yep, yep. You I, give them a couple hundred dollars, you right. know, or, or you know, fifty you bucks or whatever. Money at the like at the end of the day, you yep. help them out as yep. much as possible. But I mean, those guys are those guys are trying to make a living out of this, trying to make it to that next level. So it is kind of cool to see that they get a kind of yeah. I'm for that. You know, they don't have to worry about 
the co-angler in yep. there. But I, and for a lot of those guys, it's not you know they're not worried about the co-angler right. and stuff like that. But it's just like they're out there doing their thing. So. Yeah, but it's it's good for them. I think it's I think I think it also helps you know promote Bassmaster that hey guys right. you know you make it to the championship day like you know here's a chance for some great media coverage for yep. you you know I mean. Uh, you, you can wear a jersey and and you know uh, you can go back to your sponsor and say hey look you know I was I was on Bass Live for you know three hours yep, you know whatever for and, sure and uh, you know whatever that 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 works out great for everybody all and, involved it and, might it might help out with you know getting more co anglers to jump up to the pro side that's right and you know it might be like oh okay maybe I'm gonna try it get my you know in my own boat and stuff, when, so. you know what if you've gone and you're doing a co angler deal you know maybe after after doing it for two days you know maybe you just want to sit and watch you know exactly. the, the blast off that morning and, yep. and you know maybe you want to watch a weigh-in and you know from the spectator side you know i, I don't know i i think that's good i'm, so I'm definitely when i read it i was like you know the, you know what there are some people are like well it's not even worth it anymore well okay that's your personal hey, then opinion don't freaking do it right like, and there's a lot of people like i'm not gonna do it this year oh okay then then go okay that's fine you know and stuff the, you're so. not the i mean some of these guys that are fishing the opens on the pro side on the pro side did you catch that pro side i mean they're they're doing this to make money right and like, they've i had, mean they like are said, doing this to make money because they are professional fishermen some of them and mm -hmm. uh i mean if you're going for a co-angler spot you're doing it for one reason and that's the experience yep. you're doing it to ride in a bass boat with a professional angler you're doing it to watch a professional angler fish you're doing it to potentially walk across a bass master stage and weigh fish this is not a career this is this is something that you do for fun and and if you're doing it for any other reason besides you know doing it for a fun or b to get yourself some experience because you want to jump, jump up to the next level. Yeah. You, you're doing it for the wrong reasons. Did, uh, somebody, I was reading some comments about something the other day too, and we've talked about it a lot with the live scope and all that stuff. Yep. Somebody said, so what happens now when a co-angler shows up with their own live scope <laughs> and wants to use it? In I the don't, back I don't think, boat? no, I don't think so. I don't think you can. Right. I, I think, some the, people they're, they're going to put some in a people, rule. They're going to put well, in a rule. Well, some people were like, "Well, there's a rule that says they can't have any GPS devices, and that has GPS on it." Well, somebody's like, "Well, you're allowed your phone," and they're like, "Well, you, the rule is that you cannot use like the GPS right. part of it." So people are like, "Well, I guess you know." And there was people. There were some guys that fish as pros in the opens that got on there and were commenting and says, "You know, as long as it's out of my way and." When it's when I say it's we're going as long as I don't have to sit there and wait for them to have to do right, all this stuff right. that they can just go whatever more power to them and yeah. stuff like that and some people are like well it actually might help out the pro like a little bit if a guy back there is like with his yeah live maybe scope yeah and it's yeah. just like oh they're over here you know we've had it before where you're where you're in the back of the boat and I'm in the front of the boat and you cast totally uh, opposite of where I'm going and all of a sudden you get into them and it's like whoa all of a sudden it's like yep. then we get on something so yeah I don't know I I, I got to feel I mean I got to yeah, feel yeah, that there's going to be a, a rule that comes right. out that says hey you're allowed six rods and one backpack for tackle and right. you don't no bring any other yeah. electronics besides your cell phone and I uh, honest to goodness I I feel that that's right but right I just won't want to all that lugging, all that stuff around, oh, and stuff like. That. I mean, they're like thirty pounds. So, so. <clears throat> well, whatever. 
I guess in the land of walleyes, we'll be done talking about bass. But hey, <laughs> no. So let's let's move that over to the walleyes. So so if we haven't, uh, we're going to talk about it again here. Uh, the NWT schedule for uh, 2021, April 29 and 30 on the Missouri River out of Chamberlain, South Dakota. Just a straight shot over on I-90 it's for a us. A few hours west. May 27 and 28, Sturgeon Bay. June 24 and 25, Lake Erie, and July 29 and 30, Lake Oahe in Mobridge, South Dakota. And then a fifth tournament this year, Otter Tail Lake in Otter Tail Lake, Minnesota. So if you would happen to live like, say, where our past guest Garth Haukas lives, like up on Big Stone or in that area where you're right on the Minnesota-South Dakota border, you will literally have three tournaments that are probably less than four hours away from your house. Oh, for sure. They got to uh, be I, I suppose it's a little bit farther than four hours, like, for Garth to get out to the river. But, no, you'd be I mean, surprised how actually close some is of it? that is. Is it? Yeah. Well, either way, you get what I'm saying. Right. No, I, it's, I, I, I mean, it's... No, 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 I'm not questioning you. But, yeah, I mean, you. the, the, point, the point is, wow. I mean, the fact that you can get... I bet you the Easterners are pissed. Well, I'm sure they are. Good. It's just like us. <laughs> this with, is the Midwest Angler podcast, and we're Midwest well, it's, it's Angler. It's just like us with the bass schedule. They're doing what we're doing with that, you know. I never thought of it that way. <laughs> so piss on them, anyways. <laughs> ah, whatever. So they're bringing. I, I mean, it's cool. It's it's awesome that they're in this area. They're going to be on the Missouri River twice. Right. And it's what you, cool to see that they're going to be at Otter Tail Lake. So. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you, you know that lake? Yeah. I've been by there before. Yeah. I've never fished it. I mean, there's a lot of big tournaments on Otter Tail. Now, Otter Tail Lake County is uh, where all the big bluegills are, right? Right up in that area. All over in, in that part okay. of the... Is Otter Tail Lake... Uh, is that a monster? It's a big a lake. big lake? Yeah. Hmm. The, Lund, the Lund Owners Tournament is on Minnesota. there every... Minnesota. <laughs> No, I've never been up there, so whatever. I don't know. I think it's badass. I like it. Uh, I'm pumped yeah. for. I'm pumped for the the local anglers. Uh, you know, I mean, don't get us don't get me wrong. Like John Hoyer and Corey Sprangle and whatever. Like, what yeah, do you think those, about like those are the dudes? But I mean, I, I'm Jared Fredericks. Like, I mean, right. I mean, Mike Olson. Mike Olson. You know, I mean, Drake you know, Hurd. All those guys. All the Minnesota. You know, those guys right up in that area. Like you said, that fish it as pros. You know, they got a awesome opportunity now you know they've been on the road all it's nice that they are like you know we don't have to drive as far right what i'm interested in is uh if you out at chamberlain like i'm not trying to knock chamberlain here because i i like it i fished out there with our buddy brennan and and uh uh you know i mean i had i had a lot of fun but uh I mean, that's not this kind of a place where you're going to be catching a lot of cookie cutter walleyes. Right. It's going to be one of those where it's like, do we keep it? Right. You're going to have there's going to be a lot of strategic planning that comes into that, and if you can get into that one nice fish, one nice fish is going to catapult you big time. Right. So you're never really out of it. Right. And and that's kind of cool too. I guess I never really thought about that. You know, I mean, as as much as it it it, it kind of. well, it'll be maybe, cool. maybe not as exciting, but I mean, but it, it could it could really showcase it out there, like for the guys that find out where the bigger fish right, are and stuff like right. that, and you know, are willing to make the runs and all that stuff right. to get on those bigger fish to see like what the potential really is out there. And you know, a lot of us just think of like a lot of the local anglers that go out there just to catch the keepers, right? You know, and I caught like we always say, I got a limit. Yeah, you well, know, right. Drive out there for three hours, and if if 
takes them 20 minutes to get the limit, they're coming back home right away. It's right. just like, I think it's, it's going to be kind of fun. I mean, we should, we've got to talk to Brennan just to see what his take is going to be on, unless he's going to fish it. So I got a feeling he's going to be fishing it. Yeah, I hope he is. I think I might try to fish it. Cool. Yeah. And in there as a yeah. cool. That boy. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm not going to bring the, the tracker, tracker out there. Come on. I mean, I just don't want to treat somebody to something so nice. I mean, if I bring them out in the tracker all day long, I mean, they're going to feel like they owe me ice cream. <laughs> like, I don't know. I guess it could work. <laughs> you know, what are you talking about? There's going to be ice cream involved anyway. Oh, yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> we ain't putting fish in that live well. Got ice cream in there. <laughs> Got yeah, ice cream on supposed, ice. Where are we supposed to keep that? I, I don't know. Got a stringer. We're going <laughs> to hang them over the side. Dude, I got chocolate chunk in there. What you That's right. About? That's right. So, okay, Matt, I, I saw a statistic a while back that the average angler in the state of Minnesota uh, fishes 12 times a year. Yep. So, uh, you know, whatever. And maybe I, I brought this up here on a past show. I don't even remember what I've talked about and what I haven't talked about. But, uh, you know, so so it, it kind of got me thinking, you know, I'm like, okay, 12 times a year. You know, obviously in a, in a state like Minnesota, you're going to have guys like, uh, say, you know, say a Rich Lindgren, you know, that, I mean, I don't know. It, it might not be crazy if, you know, three digits on on how oh, many times sure. you know you yeah, get there's, out gonna, there's gonna be guys that are fishing i mean you know scott merwin who's who's a guide i mean right. uh brian brosdale like you know dave gens i mean these guys are out they I fish mean, they fish more days than they don't fish more exactly days 365 exactly day. so but also in a state like minnesota you're gonna get the guy from uh uh from missouri that comes up you know and, and goes to the lake cabin uh you know and, and buys a three-day or two-day right. license or whatever minnesota offers and, uh, you know, goes out for one day, two days, you know, whatever, because they're going up for a long weekend because their family's always done it. And, and you know, that is what it is. And that's great. So, you know, I guess what I'm kind of trying to figure out is like, you know, so if, if, if you figure out that you fish 16 days a year, you know, are you an above average fisherman, you know, or, or you know, like, where is that right. where, you know, I, I don't know, but. You know, so 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 that's kind of what I was thinking, and and now going into ice fishing, what I was kind of thinking is like, you know, I I I feel like the stigma with ice fishing is, you know, a lot of people feel like you know they're they're going out to their uh, permi house and you know we're cracking beers with the boys and you know we're lighting smokes and you know we're gonna put the rattle reel down and and uh, right. you know you're gonna be so dang freaking you know drunk by freaking nine o'clock at night you know just you know catching fish whatever you know and and i don't know that that many people really uh uh consider how many people are out there really seeking hunting for say right you know yeah, really that's... uh you know going after these fish and and uh you know I, i'm not trying to bring up live scope or you know the new lawrence unit or, or potentially the new hummingbird unit but uh you know how, what, what do you th matt right now what do you think uh, the percentages that of people that are out there to hunt down fish and what percentage are fine with being stationary and having some drinks? Well, I'm going to put the stationary guys into two categories. I'm going to say probably about 60% of people are out there just to go out there and fish. Right. And are going to stay stationary. And when I say stationary, stay in the same kind of general area on the lake 
and just, you know, set up camp and fish there. You know, so I'd say about 60% with that. Of, of, of total ice anglers. Right. Okay. Are going to be that way. Um, I'm going to say, like, you're going to have your 10% in there that are the guys that are just going out. Like, the fishing, like, <laughs> the fishing is like, yeah, like, they're not even out there to fish, and you're just hoping that they don't fall in somewhere, they don't get hurt doing what they're doing. Go out there, have a good time. I understand it. I've done it before gone but but i was fishing you know i was with guys <laughs> yeah. i was with Freaking guys that, soak i was with guys that you know that were there to that the fishing was the last thing that they were there for right um so uh, and then you know so then the rest of it is probably the guys that are out there doing the seeking to, to destroy it or not destroying but just to seek in the hunting like you Mostly said destroy but i just think of seeking when you say i'm just thinking of a metallica song playing when they pull up <laughs> and they're just like right right we're going after them you know so so 30 percent right are the guys that are just you know they go out there and it's just like they're gonna search them out right we're they're chasing the bite it's just yep. like okay they're yep. not here we got to figure it out let's go over here and uh yeah, so th- that's what like I kind of feel like because if you go to a lot of lakes and you drive around, you're going to see your community spots right. where people are just – there's a bunch of houses together, and they're there the whole day. They're together. Now, the, they're, they're ca- they could be catching fish and stuff like that. Yep. But it might be one every few – you know, one every once in a while catching it. Right. Whereas you got right. the guys yep. that are like – you know, we want to get on a bite, you know. Schools. So, schools right. of fish. So they chase the schools around. So they're out there. They're flying around. And, you know, a lot of that has to do with uh, being having How machines. How mobile you can be. Yeah. yeah, for sure. You know, Absolutely. if you don't have a machine, I mean, I don't. So there's a lot of times where it's just like, you know, you're going to pick a high percentage spot, but you're going to move around where you can walk to and right. stuff Right. You're not like afraid that. to walk 100 yards, but you're right. not going to walk. 800 yards you know to a completely different bay you know right when you know when you could potentially hop in your pickup and drive over to the next access down and and yeah right so So where do you think the threshold is matt uh you know at, at what point are you being stationary and at what point are you actually being a searcher uh you know like i guess i think that there's probably a lot of people that get out there in the morning and you know they're they're set up you know shortly after the sun comes up and uh, they're going to drill a couple holes and they're going to, you know, they're, they're going to fish there for, you know, they're going to fish that hole for two hours. Right. And mm, man, you know, just not really catching anything. So then they're going to pull their shack, uh, you know, over, over here and, you know, drill a couple more holes and they're going to sit there for two more hours. And finally their buddy texted them from across the lake and, and he's on a bite over there. And so then they're going to go over there and they're going to drill two holes and, and that's where they're going to, you know, that's where they're going to finish right. off the evening. Like, is, is that a searcher or is that still kind of a stationary guy? I consider that a stationary guy. Stationary guy. Yeah. But th- I mean, they'll, they'll get on, they'll get on Facebook or whatever and be like, right. had to do a little moving today, but finally found them. Yep. <laughs> it's just yep. kind of like, well, Nebraska fish finder. <laughs> so, I mean, but in everybody's own mind, it's a little different. I mean, right. Where we think, man, we moved around a lot today. You know, we drilled a lot of holes. Some people might be like, those dudes are stationary fishermen. They didn't hardly move, you know. When I, I mean, I think you hear that a lot of times, like with the guys that are fishing the uh, NAI, is it NAIFC, you know, right. like how fast those guys fish, you know right. what I mean? 
you know, they're they're getting to a hole, dropping down. Nope, nothing. Next one, you know, right. whatever. And like, I mean, we 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 actually talked about this before we started recording. Uh, we went over to Okaboji and we fished with our buddy Chad Lorth uh, last year, two years ago, or three years ago. I don't even remember how long ago it was, but uh, blah blah blah. I mean, we 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 got onto some spots where we were catching fish. And Chad was, I mean, he was moving on to the next one. You know, he's going to go find out if they're biting better over here. Right. Like how many people leave biting fish to go and see if there's better biting fish? Right. You know, and that's, I mean, whether it be for quality or. Right. That, and that's where it comes in too. You know, like there's a lot of people that will like, well, we're marking them. Right. But they're not yeah. biting. It's yeah. like, well, okay, well, you either got to start changing things up to see how you're going to get a trigger them to bite. Or you might have to leave the fish that you're marking to go find an active school that right. are going to bite. Right. And But like you said, there's some people that it's just like, you know, some people's minds like, man, we're catching them here and they want to move and stuff like that. But they're but they're like, no, we can get on a better bite where we're catching, like you said, quality fish over the, you know. I will leave. I will leave. Uh... But it always is tough because it's always like you still go back to the thing that when people say never leave fish to find fish. Right, right, yeah. So, see, I will leave small fish to go and find bigger fish, right. but I will not leave, you know, quality fish that I can catch every, you know, uh, say it's with bluegills. Like, I won't leave a quality where I'm catching quality bluegills, and if I can catch one every ten to fifteen minutes, I'm not leaving that spot. Right. I mean, you know, and and there's people that are like, oh, you know, I need to have you know active fish underneath me all the time. Mm, not. I mean, yeah. I mean, of course that's that's great, but uh, no, I, I'm probably not going to be that guy. But but uh, that's when but the, and then that comes into play too. Then all of a sudden you start talking to some of these guides that talk about how much work ice fishing really is. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So then you get to that point where it starts to teeter. Is it more work than it is enjoyable? Oh, I mean, I I, I mean definitely it's, it's, I definitely think ice fishing wonder, is one of those deals that can easily right. easily. It's, you know, it's, that, it's that fine line sometimes, and sometimes you forget why you're there. I mean, when we go, a lot of times it's because we're just we're out there. We want to catch fish and stuff like that, but we like to have fun. We like to like bring people out there. We like to flip crap back and forth and do all that stuff. You know, I, I guess one thing that you got to kind of realize, uh, you know, in the summertime, if you're if you're trolling or if you're you know moving from one bay to the next, trying to find fish or or you know however you want to fish. At least in the summertime, you're still getting a boat ride out of it. Exactly. You know I mean? You're still out on the it's water. Easy to, it's easy to just say, hey, reel up the lines, let's go. Yeah. You know, you I, fire it up, you go. Right. And, and but I mean, you know, the the air isn't hurting your face. Exactly. You know, I mean, all your you're out on a... Uh, you're, you're not trying to de-ice your guides and right. do all that stuff and hook stuff up with the big gloves on and everything. So, so I mean, you know, that that's one thing with ice fishing, like... At the end of the day, unless you're in the Black Hills, like, it's not that enjoyable to <laughs> be out there. Like, I mean, it's, it's just not. Like, I mean, Some I days still you just personally... want to flip up your shack. Those guys that are the Seeking Destroyers, you do not see their shack, the cover come off their shack a lot of times. They're when you out do, there. When you do, right. you know they on them. Right, exactly. But, I mean, it's just, you know, those guys are out there when it's zero. Right. And right. It's, it's not fun to be out there. They're out there over top of that hole trying to keep the ice off of it and yep and but then all of a sudden you get that in your head you're like what in the hell am i doing it's right it's like god dang it yeah so yeah i mean it's it is an interesting thing about you know you bring that up about uh 
you know, you pull up, go to a different access and stuff like that. Did you happen to see the Minnesota DNR Facebook page today? What the? F- <laughs> <laughs> what? About like, if you get to no, a late no. practice. Shh, 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 shh. <laughs> I screenshotted this. I screenshotted this just because. That's not a Jolly Rancher in his mouth. No. He's actually shushing me. So, so the, uh, the post in question that my friend Matthew uh, is referring is from the Minnesota Department of Natural Resources on uh, Thursday, December 17. And uh, it says, public accesses on lakes across the state have been popular spots all year. And the start of this winter's ice fishing season is no different. Please maintain social distance of at least six feet as you head from your car out to the ice. And if the access is full, consider coming back at a less busy time or trying another lake. You just might find a new hot spot by trying somewhere you've never been before. Be good natured. That was hashtagged. What the? F- I enjoyed reading a lot of the comments on that one. It what? It's quite hilarious. People, A lot of people are like, or just drive to a different access or just... Yeah. <laughs> oh. I have never, ever, 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 ever been to an access, been to an access, been to a community spot, been anywhere on any body of ice ever, 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 where I couldn't maintain a six-foot social <laughs> distance. <laughs> or some, don't walk into somebody else's shack and right. sit in with them. Unless you're from the same household, then it's okay. <laughs> what? I saw that, and it was just like, uh, sorry, guys, we can't fish here. Access yeah. is full. But we drove three hours, and the closest <laughs> lake is two hours away. Well, we got to go find a different one. You can tell the access is full. Guys, we can't fish here. Yeah, yeah. We cannot maintain six feet apart. <laughs> what? Do, I mean, like, what do you do? Do you yell from shore like, hey, hey, you and the striker bibs. <laughs> Can you, can you move a little bit off to your right so we can get through there? Oh, crap. Three guys drilled right out in front of the access and are fishing. There's no way we can walk around them without being without over six feet away from them. That's one way that you get the lake to yourself. Exactly. Just go park a bunch of cars there. Yeah. And be like, <laughs> Sorry. Do it in the name of public health. Lakes, lakes full, guys. No fishing here. I cannot believe they put that post out there. At, I mean, who... And it's wintertime. Most, of, I, most, most not, of the guys will have face masks on anyways. So I'm not one to take shots at the DNR. Like, I mean, most of the time. Who actually typed that out and was like, hey, guys, should should we post it? Oh, yeah. that's yeah. A, like those, those ice fishermen are getting way too close to each other. What in the... God. No. So yeah, I saw that. I was glad I didn't even we didn't even talked about that. So when I brought it up, it was that's pretty I, cool. I had screenshotted it and <laughs> I had I had thought, yep, this is something. There's actually more laughing faces oh, yeah. uh, uh reactions than than likes or, or anything else. So Oh jeez. <laughs> that's about as good as meth we're on it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Matt, okay. Since since we're kind of in the joking mood here. Uh, let's let's talk about fish nicknames a quick second. Nicknames. Nicknames for fish. Fish do have a lot of different names that people call them. So unless you're from, like we've said before, unless you're from Texas and everything's a perch. But that's right. So uh, 
first off, like big fish names. Like if you catch a big old fish, Matt, like what, what are you going to call it? Or does it matter if it doesn't matter species? Sometimes it does. Okay. What, what if you catch a big bass? Well, I think we've talked about it before with like a big fish or something. You know, a lot of people call it a donkey. Some people right. call it a slaunch. You know, slaunch. You know, so, I like I like to do the Dave Mercer and just go giant. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> so so okay. So I got a couple here, and uh, we got slob. Slob. We got lunker. We got pig. We got donkey. We got tank. We got biggin. Yeah. I mean, I, I'd right. say that all those oh, yeah. are, are, you know, pretty solid. I mean, everyone's kind of heard those. So so here's one that I thought was absolutely classic and in a clean way, beaver eater. The, be- <laughs> the old beaver eater in a clean way. Yeah. Clean way. Tyler Hicks, get your mind out of the gutter, kid. <laughs> beaver eater. Referring to a large yeah, northern I, pike. Right. I mean, you know, right. big enough to, to potentially eat a, a beaver. beaver. Yes. So, okay, Northern Pike. You bring up Northern Pike. I mean, snot rocket. Right, hammer handles. Hammer yeah, handles, you know, yep, yep. Uh, you know, I mean, slimers, yep. Yep, yep. I mean, alligator, you know, I mean, everyone's kind of heard that, you know, whatever. Walleye. Yeah, gravel lizard. Gravel lizard. I think everyone in the state of Minnesota uh, had, had to swear when they were a kid to say that they would at least once a fishing trip call him a Walter. Oh, yeah. Walter, that's that's all right. there, all there really is. Marble eyes. eyes. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Dish rag, you like the car. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Weed snag, uh, you know, whatever. Uh do the bass. Pan- what? Bass, okay. No, no, no. Say what you gonna- I was gonna say do the panfish? I we're kinda going down the road here. Slab. So. Slab, there we go. Slab, I think frying pan. All right. So I saw a deal the other day. If you're gonna call us a uh, uh, crappie is slab i saw a guy that said hey it's got to be bigger than 14 inches yeah you agree with that i'm all right with that i'm all right with that too yeah i'm all right with it but if i catch one that's 13 inches i'm calling that son of a gun a slab <laughs> like i don't care i hey you didn't measure it kid. <laughs> like i i don't know yeah slab slab uh like i said frying pan some frying pan thing. yep uh satellite dish you oh, know yeah. like they talk about bluegills being a satellite yep. dish hubcap hubcap yep uh yeah. There's a lot more than what yeah. a person really realizes. Yeah. Bass. Yeah. How about you were going to say bass? Ditch pickle. Ditch pickle, yeah. Uh, what else we got? King of all fish. Smile, uh, you know, put things a smile like that. On a yeah. Face, yeah. You know. uh, 30 inch walleye eaters. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. That's where everyone just turned off the podcast. What? The catfish got a name? Well, I think catfish hunter, everybody always yeah, says. Yeah, catfish hunter. Yeah, everyone. Um, whiskers. Whiskies. You know, um, what other? mud cat or, you know, there, you hear a lot of different ones for those. Yep. What else do we got? Is there any other? Oh, I'm trying to think. What about trout? Trout. Turbos. I don't know. I, I think, you know, they're fast and they chrome, you know, they, chrome. they call the, what is it? Which ones do they call chrome? Well, like, what do they the always, what, or? I don't know. What are they always talking about with the rainbow trout out there? the hills and like like when guys like us come out there and we think that they're fun to catch and the guys from out there are just like uh it's a rainbow or something so i don't know i think you know fish snobs come in all shapes and sizes matt and right. uh you know sometimes they're walleye fishermen One's mass, one man's trash is another man's trash. that's right that's right and uh i don't know 
at the end of the day, we like catching all fish. We like giving crap to the walleye fishermen. Right. Because they give crap to us bass fishermen. Right. right. They deserve it. They so. need more of it in their life. So. so, yeah. I mean, anybody else out there, if you got any yeah. name, like nicknames, like maybe you have one personal that that you just like to call stuff let us know what they are maybe every single person now is like i love beaver eaters so much <laughs> i do <laughs> that's uh, i'm gonna use that one yep so oh, yeah i don't know that is what it is so all right matt i believe we are to the point of good news stories i know beforehand you had said you didn't have a good news oh yeah you uh, did you. yeah you did good news story all right you want me to go cur- first or you yeah. want yeah you go all right it. i'm gonna go first because mine's fishing related uh and I've got a good news story that kind of kind kind of is a bad news story, but it's kind of a good news story. So our buddy Brennan Lockwood uh, from Chamberlain, South Dakota, he was up in uh, North Dakota. Uh, they ended up not being able to fish on Devil's Lake, which that's where they wanted to go, but they ended up on a different lake. I don't even know what it was called. Blah blah blah, and uh, they lost a rod case. Oh, okay. I, I not Brennan, but I think one of his buddies, and it might have been Kyle James, or you know, yeah. yep. Uh, I, I'm not 100 percent sure who it was, but somebody lost a rod case that was in their group, and uh, whatever, whatever. They never did get it back, but they put it on Facebook a couple times looking for a rod case. I don't know what they all had in there, but I mean, some some high dollar rods, right? I mean, you know, these they weren't freaking. Uh, you know, little ice blues. I mean, we're talking nice rods. Uh, I was talking to Brendan the other day and I said, Hey, did you guys ever end up getting back that rod case? And he said, no, we didn't. But he said, actually pretty cool. The owner of JT outdoors, Joe Bricko, uh, actually reached out to them and offered to give them four free walleye snares. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So, I mean, that's hey, pretty cool. And I mean, pff, JT that's outdoors awesome. don't, you know, they don't, we're we're not plugging them, you know. I mean, I'm gonna plug them right, right. now, but That's I mean, just, they're they're not doing nothing. I mean, that is just a, a business owner doing something really cool, right? Reaching out there, offering awesome. them for free walleye snares. So, uh, I don't know. That's really That's, cool. That's pretty badass, right there. Uh, uh, if if you're in the market, I'd I'd strongly consider JT Outdoors right now because, uh, hey. I don't know when when you got that's, an owner like that. That's pretty yeah, badass. That's awesome when they do that stuff. That's right, right there. So that's mine. Matt? Mine? Well, we're going to go since it's Christmas time and Christmas spirit and stuff like that. Your neighbor. My neighbor? I know, I know my neighbor. Jeremy K. Jeremy K. Bought the family a puppy. God dang it. I never, ever, ever thought I I'd never see thought day. that. When I saw that post on Facebook and those kids' eyes light up, and I was just like, wow, he never really sat down and financially thought how much a puppy really is don't say that because he will bring that son of a gun the grinch Grinch's heart grew two sizes that day (laughs) i mean anyone who knows jeremy knows how good of a dude he is and but i think i think what actually happened with jeremy is jeremy's kids are just freaking awesome kids like they are and uh jeremy actually told me that willa had been crying that night because she wanted a dog so bad and uh, I don't know. He he finally Ashley must have decided. Hey, we we can get one. And uh, so Jeremy went last weekend during the snowstorm. That's what I read. All the way down to southeast Iowa. Wow. Like as far northwest as we are, he went southeast Salem, Iowa. I believe wow. it is. 
That's got way a down golden there. doodle or a labradoodle or some sort of poodle boodle. Yeah. Uh, you know, just one of those one of those little freaking cute dogs. But uh, he got it, and uh, I think they named it Millie. Yep. And uh, yeah, I don't know. That that's pretty sweet. It's always pretty cool to see those videos of you know everybody knows what it's like when they want to get you know dog people when you always want to get one and. You know the kids getting surprised by it on the doorstep. It's yep. just that's a good, good, good video to see. So yep. that's pretty cool. Like I said, the kids I asked them about it in school, and they were all excited about it and stuff. And I I asked them, I was like, all right, I was like, so who has to pick up the poop? Dad does that. Oh yeah, I'm like God all right. You know, Jeremy Jeremy needed more to do. Right. Like he, you know, Jeremy's pretty, just such a lazy guy. <laughs> <laughs> he needed pretty, more to do. Pretty soon, you're going to get snaps of him laying on the couch with the oh, dog yeah, and yeah. all that stuff. So We'll see him out walking the dog, and yeah, he'll be bringing it down to the river to go fishing with him. And Oh, yeah. Hey, is what it is. That's, That's a right. good That's news awesome. story right there. That's right. Nothing more than nothing more Christmas no, than getting a puppy. I was gonna say nothing closes out the Christmas episode like a brand new dog. So, all right, guys. Well, we appreciate you guys uh, logging in or scrolling in or whatever you hitting doing. all the buttons on your cell phone, your computer, your Apple iPod, or however the hell you listen to us. We appreciate you guys uh, stopping by for episode one hundred and three. Uh, w- w- hey. I'm going to say this right now. We are going to have guests on this show again. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, li- life's busy, and, you know, through the holidays, it's busy. Uh, whatever, whatever. But uh, we are going to have guests on this show again. It just, I don't know. You know what, guys? Uh, a lot of people have reached out to us and said, hey, we really like it when you and Matt just BS on the show all, all the whole entire time. And, uh, you know, I, I guess if that's what the if that's what a lot of the listeners like, you know, I mean, I, I do feel going forward – we will have a lot more of me and Matt BSing, you know. That's right. I mean, you know, this, this is, uh, I don't know, kind, kind of one of the ways that maybe we're going to kind of change things up. We are going to still have guests, maybe not guests for uh, 45 minutes long, you know, maybe a couple more short interviews, maybe two guests on the same show. We're going to kind of play around with some stuff and see how the listens happen or whatever. But, uh, um, no, like I said, uh, we really do appreciate you guys uh, coming in and uh, and listening and uh yeah, I don't know. Hopefully, uh, hopefully by the next time we talk to you, we've been on the ice. And, That's uh, right. Hopefully, we got some ice reports for you. You bet. We'll see you next week on episode 104. Later. <laughs>